I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Morning, 25,000 cases in a single day. The grim prediction for New South Wales as the Premier holds firm on COVID rule changes. Restrictions ease for Victoria, but the masks will stay on. Crown Princess Mary of Denmark tests positive for COVID-19. Police release new vision of a failed gangland hit in Sydney. Bullets flying, narrowly missing young children. David Warner to play through the pain as the second Ashes test gets underway. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The New South Wales Premier is holding his nerve on ease restrictions, even as it's revealed they contradict health advice. The state's chief health officer has broken ranks, admitting she strongly recommended keeping a mask mandate in place as the government scrapped it yesterday. It follows the dire prediction New South Wales will be recording tens of thousands of daily cases by the end of next month. What they're telling us... Um, is that by the end of January we could be looking at 25,000 cases of, of the virus every single day. The state's new treasurer will reveal his mid-year budget update today, expected to confirm the government spent nearly $45 billion on its COVID response. It's understood Matt Keane has set aside $7 billion to stimulate the economy in the event of another COVID shock. The Victorian government has made sweeping COVID changes ahead of Christmas, but mask rules will remain. People will no longer need to be fully vaccinated in order to access non-essential retail, real estate inspections and auctions, places of worship, weddings and funerals. But they will need to show proof of vaccination to access hairdressing and beauty services. Masks need to be worn in retail settings. WA is shutting its doors to people from New South Wales and Victoria as cases rise. Premier Mark McGowan has declared the two states extreme risk zones, meaning no traveller can be granted a compassionate exemption. It is worrying and I think the, the approach of this government has always been to be very cautious and careful. Other states like South Australia and Queensland have been warned they could join the extreme risk zones if infections there surge. South Australia has recorded its highest daily COVID figure since April last year. The state saw 25 new infections yesterday, with about 1,400 people in isolation. More than a dozen aged care homes are now in lockdown. Two workers tested positive after working shifts across a number of facilities in Adelaide. 
Treasurer Josh Frydenberg is expected to describe Australia's COVID recovery as the best in the world when he delivers his mid-year budget update today. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. It will be buoyed by a predicted surge in employment growth. Yeah, that's right, Jody. Good morning. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg expected to announce that the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic job losses are behind us. In the mid-year budget update to be handed down today shows a surge in employment between now and 2025 with a million new jobs created over the next four years. That's 150,000 more than forecast in the May budget. Job creation also expected to drive down the unemployment rate, forecast to reach four. 0.5% in the June quarter next year and 4.25% the following year, marking the lowest sustained level of unemployment since September 2008. Meanwhile, better than expected economic growth predictions will help the budget bottom line, with GDP expected to be stronger in 2023 than first predicted, recovering strongly from the Delta lockdowns in New South Wales and in Victoria. But Labor says without cost of living and wage growth being being assessed, the economic recovery from COVID-19 cannot be deemed a success. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. Crown Princess Mary of Denmark has tested positive to coronavirus. The Danish Royal House released a statement saying the Australian-born princess is isolating at the palace in Copenhagen. It didn't mention whether or not Mary has symptoms. There's no indication Crown Prince Frederick or the couple's four children are infected. Mary's eldest son, Prince Christian, tested positive positive for the virus last December after an outbreak at his school. Police have released security vision of a failed gangland hit at a gym in Sydney's west where young children were forced to duck and run for cover. Bullets were sent flying into a childcare centre during the attack, narrowly missing those inside. The targets were associates of the Alamedine family walking into the gym for a morning workout. One of them can be seen being dragged into the building with a gunshot wound to his leg. Officers are still searching for the men involved. Police searching bushland for William Tyrrell have found a bone fragment on the final day of their dig. It's badly degraded and will be sent to Newcastle for forensic examination to determine whether it's human or from an animal. RFS volunteers and police left a memorial with a message that they'll never give up the search for the missing boy. A faulty valve is being blamed after an 18,000-litre tanker full of liquid nitrogen exploded. It happened at a factory near Tamworth, a major build-up of pressure causing the blast, which sent debris nearly 100 metres into the air. One worker suffered minor injuries. Serious questions have been raised about the health benefits of salmon. New research has revealed it could have a far higher content of bad fat than advertised. Sold as a superfood, rich in omega-3 and healthy fats and good for your brain, but new research has found that might not all be true. Perhaps salmon isn't as healthy as we once thought? Independent scientists tested two fillets of farmed salmon from three different producers. The samples showed much higher levels of total and so-called bad fats compared to industry-published figures. That energy density of the foods is something that we know is just is likely to increase the likelihood 
likelihood of someone developing obesity. While Tazel cites 16.1% fat in its salmon fillets, lab analysis showed total fat of up to 28.5%. Kewan aquaculture was up to 24.2% fat. Petuna contained 19.8%. Tazel's saturated fats also came in well above advertised at up to 5.68%. I wouldn't have ever thought of it as something bad to eat, especially in moderation. Oh, I think prior to the, the farms, it was always a healthy fish because it's fresh out of the, the river. The study has prompted calls for further testing to determine if it should be considered a healthy food and for better information on our labels. Salmon is still considered a healthy food if you're buying fresh. Experts say it's worth doing your research before shopping. The Tasmanian Growers Association has rejected the research, saying it's merely consumer-focused spot testing. I think everyone's just jumping the gun at the moment. Um, salmon's a beautiful fish. Rochelle Brown, 7 News. They don't call it the silly season for nothing, and shopping centre car parks are a prime example of the craziness. If you were in any doubt, new research has found we're more likely to have a prang in December than in any other month. The worst shopping centre for car park crashes is Chadston in Melbourne. In Sydney, it's Chatswood. In Queensland, it's Sunshine Plaza in Maroochydore. Canberra, Westfield, Belconnen, Tasmania, Northgate Shopping Centre. It's Tea Tree Plaza in South Australia and Midland Gate shopping centre in WA. A 90-year-old adrenaline junkie has found herself training alongside an unlikely teammate. The Perth grandmother is from a family of skydiving champions, but she's never shared the air with someone with this much star power. A flight without Dasha, Prancer, Donna and Blitzen. Santa having so much fun, he didn't even realise they were missing. Taking their place is a team of skydiving champions, three generations of adrenaline junkies, led by Katerina. She's 90. <laughs> yeah, she's 90. The Perth grandmother ready to show the big man how it's done. How are you feeling? A little bit nervous, but excited as well. Nerves aren't enough to stop this daredevil. After all, this family was born to fly. Her 64-year-old daughter, Jenny, and two granddaughters, all competitive skydivers. You made it look very easy. It is, you know, because you just let yourself go and it's just like flying like a bird. You must be so proud of her. Oh, very much so. She's doing amazing. As Santa trains for his big trip around the globe... These ladies are training for the national championships, which take place here at iFly in Rivervale next year. The good thing is we can share it as our families. This wind tunnel will set the scene for the 2022 Indoor Skydiving Championships. And with Australia about to reopen to the world, they're expecting more than 300 competitors from all different countries. But they better watch out, they better not cry. There's going to be some tough competition to beat. <laughs> Amber Johnston, 7 News. We've grown used to steep real estate prices, but this one verges on insane. A block next to a park is on the market on Queensland's Sunshine Coast. It's the land the footpath sits on. Only slightly wider than a single car garage, not quite 130 square metres in total, and it's 15 minutes drive from the beach. The asking price, $400,000. For the three bedroom end, the, the width is 4.6 metres by 28 long, so it might be a little bit narrow. 
The estate's developer has a lease on the footpath until next September. US President Joe Biden has travelled to Kentucky to see firsthand the damage caused by a string of deadly tornadoes in America's Midwest. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. The President will meet victims and be briefed on the relief effort. That's right, Jody. The president has touched down in Kentucky and gone straight to Fort Campbell, where he has heard from those first responders leading uh, the recovery effort. From there, he will head to the hardest hit area, uh, Mayfield, to survey the damage, which still very much looks like a war zone. The White House uh, says that the president is there to offer whatever federal aid is needed to rebuild these communities, uh, which will be an enormous effort and likely take years. Um, 88 people were killed when these tornadoes ripped through the Midwest. The majority of those deaths are in Kentucky. Joe Biden plans to deliver deliver uh, a speech later this afternoon and uh, the White House saying he is there both as president but as consoler in chief too to listen to those families who have experienced so much pain and loss. Jody. Just devastating. Okay, thanks, Ash. A powerful storm in California has triggered flash flooding and mudslides, forcing hundreds to evacuate their homes. The storm caused travel chaos, with heavy rain and snow falling on areas ravaged by summer wildfires. Flood alerts were issued for parts of the state's south. Mudslides caused headaches for homeowners, with properties swamped. Russia has tested its new anti-submarine missile in the Sea of Japan. The weapon was fired from a destroyer and successfully hit an underwater target. Russia's frigates have been extensively modified to fire the new weapon. The anti-submarine Otfit missile has a maximum range of 40 kilometres. A NASA spacecraft has infiltrated the sun's atmosphere, the closest we've ever been to its surface. The Parker Solar Probe, which launched in 2018, successfully passed through the boundary known as the Corona in April, and the data has just come back. Moving in and out of the atmosphere at more than 500,000 kilometres an hour, the spacecraft collected samples, which are now being analysed. It's hoped the historic feat will provide deeper insights into our sun's evolution and its impact on our solar system. A lioness in a Belgian zoo has tested positive to COVID, forcing all the members of her pride into isolation. Zookeepers say she was suffering from fever, a cough and a loss of appetite. All four lions at the zoo are now being kept in individual enclosures away from the public. None of the other lions or zookeepers has tested positive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In sport, Australia heads into the Adelaide Pink Bull Test today with a 1-0 Ashes series lead over England. Both teams held their final training sessions after locking in their sides. Paceman Jai Richardson replaces Josh Hazelwood, who's out with a side injury, while David Warner will play through the pain of a rib injury. Kind of cleared of any serious damage other than bruised ribs, which are apparently really, really painful. Um, which he keeps telling us. He's going to be a bit sore, but he's fine. Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad have been named in a 12-man English squad. Seven's coverage begins at 2pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Glenn Maxwell has lit up the Big Bash with his first century for the Melbourne Stars, but it was in vain. The Sydney Sixers flipping the script to chase down 178 with ease. Josh Philippe overcoming a blow to the neck to post a match-winning 99 not out, propelling the Sixers to a seven-wicket win. A rivalry even older than the Ashes resumes on Sydney Harbour this weekend. In an America's Cup-style showdown, Australia takes on the USA and Japan in the penultimate Sail GP of the season. Team Australia is skippered by Olympic gold medalist Tom Slingsby. At the helm for Team USA is fellow Aussie James Spithill. In an all-Aussie affair, Nathan Outridge skippers Japan. Only one point separates all three boats. Seven-time Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton has been knighted by Prince Charles. The Mercedes driver attended the ceremony at Windsor Castle with his mother Carmen after being named on the 2021 New Year's Honours list. Sir Lewis's knighthood comes just days after he missed out on securing his eighth championship title after a dramatic season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a series of troughs and lows will trigger showers and storms over the northern tropics and parts of central Australia and WA. Onshore winds along the New South Wales coast will lead to a shower or two. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for 31 degrees, a possible shower 24 the top in Sydney, becoming sunny 20 in Melbourne, partly cloudy in Hobart, sunny and 30 degrees the top in Adelaide, cloud about for Perth and Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 16th of December.